This morning, we are continuing in our red letter challenge here at Redeemer Lutheran Church. Uh, and here we have uh, sermon series number five of six. Let's pray. Uh, Lord God, Heavenly Father, may you be in these words. Uh, may your name be glorified. May we understand these words that are hard to deal with, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Uh, and so uh, we are continuing with uh, sermon series number five of six. Uh, and interesting enough, these uh, topics were picked not by me, uh, but by somebody else, another pastor in Florida, uh, who said that uh, there are six things about being uh, a follower of Christ. Uh, and so he wrote a book, The Red Letter Challenge. Uh, and we are going through that day by day, and every week we gather here uh, to hear what we're learning about this next week. And, and so this week I, I wanted to bring something and talk about something, but I understood that I have to explain it, all right? Um, for some of you, this is a, a picture that you have no clue what this is about. Okay, I mean, it's just a, a change in, in, in seasons, uh, Photography has been in my family uh, for more than one generation. My dad was in the Air Force, uh, and he was dealing with the, the photography, the film that came off the planes. Uh, and nowadays, you just put a satellite up there, and you don't even have to do that. So it's, it's, the world has changed uh, over the years. Uh, this is a camera I bought for myself because I saved up enough money to buy something. Uh, and I went to the store, picked this out myself. Uh, I, I used it all throughout high school and college. Uh, and then uh, something in the world changed. Uh, and quite literally, I put this in my desk when I first got here. And this is the first time I've ever got it out. So this camera, you guys ever, have you ever used a camera like this? You have? Not really? She's, she's like wondering, like, what kind of camera is it? Can't you just turn it on and just snap pictures? Is there a phone that I can um, call on uh, on this thing? And so it, you begin to wonder because uh, there was a time in which uh, you see that uh, Kodak uh, camera, you used to have to take the film, put it in there, and put it on there and, and wind it up. You guys ever uh, had the problem where you didn't know if, there was, still, there was film in here, and you didn't wind it, and you just opened it up, and that was like your brother's wedding photos. Uh, and I, I, I cannot tell you right now if there's film in here. I mean, I could take a picture of one of you and find out uh, to see if it, if it winds. Uh, I don't even, I mean, this, this film would be 20 years old. I haven't, I haven't wound it for 20 years. Uh, and so I began to, to ask myself a, a couple questions about, man, uh, do I even keep it? Uh, but the, the story of Kodak is, is very interesting. Kodak uh, was, uh, I think, the largest maker of, of film, especially 35-millimeter film. Uh, and um, they had a choice to make back in the 90s. They were selling 35-millimeter uh, film like hotcakes. I mean, it was, it was you, know, you know what it was like. You had to buy five rolls at a time because uh, you had to get ready. You didn't, you didn't want to run out. Uh, and uh, the problem was is someone in Kodak came up with, and they got a patent for something called a digital camera. 
Uh, and Kodak, in their brilliance, decided that the digital camera would never catch on. So they rented out their patent uh, to other people and made some money off that, but they thought the, the future of, of cameras was the 35-millimeter film. And then the patent ran out, and then all the other um, companies started making uh, digital cameras. And uh, does anybody use a 35-millimeter camera anymore? Yeah, mom does. Yeah, not really. All right, does your phone have a camera on it? All right, do you really? So does anyone remember what happened on January 19th, 2012? Where were you? January 19th, 2012. Seven years ago, does anyone remember the day? Kodak filed for bankruptcy on January 19, 2012. The maker, the inventor of the digital camera went out of business because they held on to an old thought, an old thought of keeping things the way they were and continuing on that road. Well, this morning, we want to take a, a small look at this and... Um, See where God has uh, for us to go. Let's read this together. Uh, Matthew 25, verse 16. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. Jesus is telling this parable that there are three servants. Uh, also in the Greek, the servant is also the equivalent of a slave. So they're used interchangeably. Uh, and so he has three people here. Uh, and he goes away. Before he goes away, he gives uh, out, here's five, here's two, and here's one. And so all three of them go out and uh, do different things. Uh, and so the, the, the slave, the servant who had five talents went, went out. And he took the five, and he invested, and he invested, and he invested. Uh, and he thought, okay, I need to take this money and, and do with it uh, the way my, my master would have me do. Uh, and he came back, and he had made five talents. He doubled what the master had given him. And his master looks at him and says to him, let's read this, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Uh, and then uh, that happens with the servant who has two. Uh, same thing. He gets two and he makes two more. Uh, and then we come to this guy, which let's read this together. Um, he also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. Does anyone see the, 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 um, the joy in reading this, this passage? The joy of... Oh, you guys know what it is to be a hard man? Back in the, in the Greek, when you, when you look at this translation, I, 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 the translation is terrible. Sorry. All right? On the very, very, what would be your left... Uh, you have the Greek word uh, for anthropos, where we get the word for anthropology, man, all right? The one we want to study is that other big-looking word right up there, escalapros, uh, and so literally means, okay, 
The servant is looking at his boss or his master and says, Master, you're stubborn. How many people go into their boss and say, Sir, you're stubborn. You need to take it easy. Anybody. No one. No one's about to go in Monday morning and say, You need to lighten up a little bit. No one goes to the master. Who's the master in this story? Who's the master? Who's the master? Jesus. Who is the slave or the servant? How many of us day to day go and look at, at God and say, you know what, you're really stubborn and have it stick? Problem is, this is us telling God, God, you don't know any better. What you do is not okay. See, you take what is not yours. See, I go throughout life, and I go and, and, and work, and, and all, I do all of this. And at the end of the day, all of this belongs to me. The problem being with that is when we look at what the master does at the very beginning, he gives first five to the first servant, two to the next servant, and one to the next servant. Where do the talents come from? Who gives it out? The master. So, everything that I own, where did I get it from? You better believe it's from my master. Everything I have, or I think I have, every piece of furniture in my house, my house, my car, my, my, what I'm wearing now, I did not buy with my own money. I bought it with what the master has given me. Uh, and so when we take a look at that, we take a look at what Barna Group says. Uh, when they did a study, they said Americans give less than 2.2% of their income to benevolent causes. 2.2%. 2.2%. And that's uh, just as much as in the church as sometimes out of the church. Uh, and so uh, the struggle that we have, and, and Luther echoed this. Luther echoed that one of the struggles that we have is this. Uh, let's read this together. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Have we been blessed? Individually, as a nation, you can gripe about America all you want. Go move to a different country. We have been blessed here in this country. And so uh, our, our outtake on life, how are we not to, to look at God and say, God, thank you for whatever you have given me and will give me today and in the future. And so uh, I, I wanted to ask, and, and, and so I, I began to research. Uh, in Acts chapter uh, 2, the, the church kind of starts out here, uh, and uh, the, the people uh, in, of, of the early, early church start start providing for others they look after each other uh, and i think uh okay maybe this was how the church started but maybe it, it floundered but then I, I in the research i i i came across this letter uh, i i'm butchering the name because it's latin uh dionysius 
uh, and Dionysius, we actually have this letter. Uh, and yeah, it's really old. It's from the time of the Roman Empire. And, and this guy is writing. Uh, and he's, he's writing about um, the Romans and writing about the early Christians. And he said that the, the, the Romans, the ones who only believed uh, that the emperor was their god, uh, he said, okay, the, the, the Romans, uh, in their romantic lust, they were very open to anything and everything, and it showed in their culture. Uh, they did not hide it. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, they, uh, with their money, did not help anybody. And then he says something about how we can't figure out the, these, uh, these Christians, these, these followers of Christ, uh, because they don't, they're, they're very restrictive uh, on their romantic relationships, and yet with the poor, with everyone else, they're very generous. We can't figure that out. So they're totally different than what the culture is. And so it, uh, people were beginning to say in the Roman culture, what is it with these people that they don't go along with the flow? And so today, I, I, I wanted you guys to, to get this and sear this in your brain of this film. You don't use this anymore. It's gone. It's gone. As a congregation, if we don't follow Jesus Christ and make him our master and say to the Lord, where do you want us to sow today? Where is this church going to be? As a, a denomination, as just Christians, by 2040, Christianity is supposed to be almost all but wiped out question is have we been blessed today so that we can live out who jesus is and so i wanted to just ask you guys today as we take a look at this and we take a look at at who we are as followers of christ what it is that the culture sees does the the culture say christians are you know they're they're one of us we, we like that or we can't figure them out they're strange. They're weird. And so as examples, uh, you know, looking at, at, we just had Atlas here last week, and, and they go alongside someone in the community, and they pair you up. And the, 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 the time that you spend with that person enhances or improves that person's life. Going over to Hope Pregnancy Center and saying, the Lord it has been blessing me. How can I bless you with my time uh, what can I do today to help you uh, teach others about Christ? What can I do? Uh, it, uh, just next week, uh, I'm reminded, we're going to have an egg hunt right across the street. We have partnered with the apartment complex. Uh, and the last time I had heard, we had 100 people coming to this. This morning, uh, Pastor, we got well over 200. We have the opportunity just in an egg hunt to share with others who don't know Jesus right across right across our property uh, to invite them to, to do something that maybe we did and yet at the same time to go with one and, and, and say hey I'm just so happy that you're here can I go along with you what's, what's going on talk to another parent to talk to another kid we, we have that opportunity because God has blessed us we have an opportunity here in this congregation, in this city, to try to, to make a, give, a difference with some of our other partner groups, whether it be financially, by prayer, uh, or by serving. We have been blessed in this community.
And so my question for us today, will we go the way of Kodak and choose to shut down our doors or we live out who it is that Jesus Christ, because on that film is a cross of Christ. And that's something that will never be etched away no matter what the type of film that is used. Will we be generous with what the Lord has given to us, knowing full well that the Lord will give us abundantly, generously, because of who he is as a gracious God? And will we lean on him? Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we have no clue what it is that it is in the future. We can't even figure out what's going to happen for the rest of the day. But Lord God, may we today, in the message that we have heard, may we understand that we have been blessed by you. We live out in the footsteps of a God who has given us an amazing thing, this thing of grace. God, help us understand that even though grace is free, Lord God, it costs you everything. Even though the world sees something free as something really not worth it, Lord God, help us see that, Lord God, it is something you gave your life to give to us. Help us, we pray, Lord, live out something new today. That we go away from here, may we, as the Romans did, ask, what is wrong with these Christians that they would serve others? May we uh, glorify you in literally everything that you have given us. In your son's name we pray. Amen.